about that? Oh, and we're back. You know what that music means. And I just turned off my monitor as well. Did you? You can tell how fucking into the groove I am. Yeah. We're fucking back, dog. How good is that shit? Feels good. You feeling good? Feels good. Yeah. I mean, technically, you've been casting more pods than I have, so. I'm a little nervous, though, you know? I was with all these amateurs, and now I've got a, a you know the, the main main. You were with back. zero amateurs. <laughs> what are you talking about? You've talked to far more interesting people than I am over your last podcast that you right. recorded. Somehow you found your way back into the basement, and I'm just fucking. I keep stumbling into success, baby. That's well, how I, that's how I roll, dog. It's time for another actual A to Z. We are fucking the finally Z is back. Here. The Z is finally here. He is still severely depressed, but he's working through it. Okay, and that's what matters because we're here to celebrate. I think we should. This is a celebration episode because a dear friend of ours and a wonderful creator is now connected to an also wonderful creator, the Troma. And I just, I mean, we have already re- released the episode of uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. you know, dropping the fact that he's now going to be on the Troma streaming app, whatever. Troma now. Tr- Troma now. But fucking, that's going to be, like, out there on the internet now, man. And that's just so wild, man. Because, like, especially for me, just just speaking purely selfishly here, I love all the trauma films. That's exactly in my uh, fucking um, wheelhouse, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, probably has been for a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, since I was, like, fucking nine and watching them with my dad, because he <laughs> loves shit like that as well. And then, like, to see Kevin, who I fucking also adore, and I think he is an amazing creator, and is doing exactly what creators should do, which is just fucking doing it. And I have nothing but respect and fucking awe for that man. And then now they're connected, and it's just, it's fucking, like, it literally, the night that you told me that, mm-hmm. I, I, I got a tear in my eye. Like, it, it, it broke through my seven layers of irony, and I got to feel real human emotion for once. It truly is a perfect marriage. It's gorgeous, man. Yeah. It's so much fun. Meant to be. And now think about it. People are going to get to see you on a streaming service for his movies. Because, I mean, people that are going to buy Troma now mm-hmm. are going to adore the fucking Strangeville universe. They're going to adore that shit. Oh, yeah. As soon as they see one and the other start popping <clears> up, like, oh, we recommend this. And, like, yeah, they're just going to fly through it. And then they're going to get to see you in your perfect role <laughs> in Colonel Kill Motherfuckers. I and thought you were going to say dead shit. I was a pretty good long-arm zombie. You were an amazing zombie in Dead Shit, but you are such a fucking fingerless glove-wearing nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Best dungeon master you ever saw. You wish you could play a game with him. In all honesty, you do a really... I mean, I'm I'm not going to say I'm an actor, but I've done theater and things like that. I have acted before. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty strong monologue that you give for that, for the, uh, the D20 weapon. Yeah. Like... It's pretty strong, buddy. You've you've got some chops in you. You're there. Yeah, like how does that make you feel though? Dude, it's so unbelievable. It's it still hasn't really fully sunk in yet. Oh you know? sure. Yeah, it probably won't for a while still. But I'm super ready to embrace it. We're gonna be hitting that Chicago festival this weekend. Yeah. Flashback hound weekend. And yeah, yeah, we're ready to just promote, promote, promote. Oh, Throw yeah. it out there to everyone. Fucking get out there, grind it, get that fucking money, son. Oh yeah. No, I, I really feel like this is going to be a big jump for Kev. Like, this is, he's really going to hit, not that he hasn't hit his audience. He's obviously, he's obviously hit his audience. He's successful enough to be involved with this kind of shit. But yeah, like. Has been for over a decade, so. But for people who don't know what he does, like, that's the exact fucking, like, percentage point wheelhouse kind of thing you want to aim for. Mm-hmm. Is like people who will buy a trauma streaming service 
are gonna adore everything they've like fucking kevin makes it's fucking awesome like oh, yeah. it's right up his alley i mean he's a fucking fan of it he knows i'm yeah. not like fucking talking out of my ass here oh, yeah. they were a heavy influence on his early work yeah why would they not be like it's amazing yeah it's it's it's, it's fucking touching like i i have like third person fucking six success vibes from it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like i have <laughs> nothing to do with it i just fucking adore it and i think it's awesome and then now it's something else that I fucking adore and I love. And I'm like, this is fucking like, it's, it's like touching greatness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't be more, like, more happy for Kevin and everybody else in the Strangeville Inc. Whatever it is. Uh, they actually just rebranded Strangeville Stonerverse. Strangeville Stonerverse. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't be more happy for any of you guys. And thank you so much for doing what you do. You guys do exactly what I yell about on this podcast every time we re-record, which is that all I want is for creators. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> I just want a break. I just need a beer in a fucking minute. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, you know, what is this, 71 episodes now? Yep. All I've yelled for 71 episodes is let creators create. That's all I want to see. And that's all the Strangeville does. is like, yeah. let's just fucking do what we want to do. Fuck everybody else. Fuck the fucking... The bottom lines, fuck line graphs, fuck, you know, corporate uh, advertisements. Fuck all of that shit. Let's create what we want to fucking create. And it's so fucking beautiful. Man. Yeah. Like, it, it's that's, gorgeous. That's literally all he does. From the moment his eyes open and he has a thought, it's going to be a thought about Strangeville. Exactly. <laughs> that's all he does. It's great. It's like, I, I, I have nothing but respect for that like it's it's literally what i yell about constantly like it's half the reason this podcast exists is because not enough people do that <laughs> like that's what i yell about daily and even not when this podcast is happening just in my real life i scream about the fact like why don't we let people just fucking be creative and leave them alone stop looking at fucking advertisement groups and fucking uh, watching people through a fucking second uh, two pane window fucking mirror glass bullshit like, mm, I don't know. See, it it, it kind of worked with this guy, but I don't know if we're going to hit the numbers we need from the 18 to 95 uh, <laughs> Puerto Rican male age. So what what should we do with that? Maybe we can put – is there any way we can mention that he's driving a Kia Soul? Because I feel like Kia mm-hmm. would like that a lot. Yeah, that would give us some good branding. And it's just like – I mean, this is a hard word to use, but I'm going to use it anyway. The corporatization of film is raping art. They're just, they're taking art and they're putting it on a pinball machine in front of everybody in that bar and they're having its way with it. That's a little deep cut joke for some of you movie files. You're welcome. But yeah, like it's just, I, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much and I'm so happy for Kevin and the rest of you guys and it's so fucking great. So love you guys. Way to be. I know I'm not important. That's fine. But still fucking just way to be. Everybody go out there. When Troma now drops, make sure you fucking pay for it and you yep. get that shit. First month is free. We'll drop a link in the episode here. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're getting links in there. Yep. And After this that, is not four ninety nine a month or fifty dollars for a full year. What is that? Fifty dollars a full year? Yeah. Less than a dollar a week. Fifty dollars for twelve months. Yeah. One cocktail at a trendy bar. Have one less drink at a trendy bar a month, and you can afford this. And you're gonna get fucking beautiful things. And oh. by the way, this is not a paid promotion whatsoever. No. We're getting zero dollars from this. This is just me fucking supporting art and loving creators and just fucking being happy yeah. for the people that I fucking care about and I fucking right. love. Right. And by the way, it goes the reverse way, too. And you people out there that are fans of Kevin, 
and you don't know anything about trauma, fucking check out Jump trauma. into it, because yeah. you're going to fucking adore it. Yeah. It's where it comes from. You're, you're going to get to see the origins, basically. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's where that comes from. Yeah. That's why he thinks that's funny. Like, that kind of shit. Like, oh, yeah. everyone listening to this, fucking buy a year-long subscription to Troma now, yeah. or I will fucking bite your Adam's apple. <laughs> this message brought to you by AT&T. I'm kidding. That'll never happen. Okay. We're never having sponsors. This is a punk rock podcast. No sponsors. Is the name of your new band, the punk rock band? That's the name of my band, the punk rock band? Mm-hmm. Everybody give it up for the punk rock band? No, no sponsors. No sponsors? That's actually... It's not a terrible name for a punk rock band at all, yeah. honestly. That, that would be some cool merch. <laughs> You'd definitely buy a patch for that, put it on your jean jacket. That'd be tight. Yeah. I would. I know I would. No, man, it's just fucking, it's fucking beautiful. Just it to really watch, is. like, fucking creation happen and watch art happen. Like, that's the best part about, like, that's why we're into movies and comics and shit like that. Because we like to see creation happen. Yeah. Anyway, now that I'm done sucking Troma and Kevin off. Mm-hmm. It's me, my turn. Let me wipe the cum from my beard. <laughs> and uh, let me just say, welcome back, everybody. Sorry yeah. it took us so long. This is the A to Z show. I apologize. This is the A to Z show. That little tall drink of water sitting across from me over there is the A. Height has no value in the audio medium, sir. What did I tell you about Yes and? We got to do this all night? Is, yeah. is, is this what you want to do? This is going to be the podcast? Yes, yes, and it'll be good. I mean, nothing we've done. I just did Yes and for you. Nothing we've done has been good, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Continue. We are finally back. I, I apologize severely for the lack of uh, episodes and uploads. That was 100% my fault. No, it's like 80% your fault. It's just, you know, it it, it happens. The I've other been... 20% is it takes me seven weeks to edit an episode. So. Not usually. But then whenever <laughs> I'm working like 70-hour weeks, it kind of fucks our shit up as well. Yeah. But, uh, hey, you know, if you guys start listening to this more, maybe we can make enough money where I don't have to work a full-time job, and then we can fucking for sure record every week. So think about that. Maybe you guys want to start listening to this shit a little bit more. Start throwing that shit out on Twitter, getting us some fucking ads. Think about it. For no sponsors. You little son of a bitch. No corporate sponsors. We want cool sponsors. We want, like, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... We're, we're finally back. It we is are. the A to Z podcast, yeah. as always. Yeah, what do we do here? Uh, we do a lot of things. Usually, I ramble drunkenly into a microphone while you try to pretend like I'm not slowly losing my sanity. Okay. Which is fun to watch. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much entertainment you get from me slowly dying inside and becoming a crazy person. But as a crazy person who's slowly dying inside, it's fun to watch my best friend watch me go insane. Because, like... <laughs> You know at some point you're going to have to do some kind of, uh, like, intervention, life-saving shit, but you don't want to pull the trigger too early because every now and then we get pretty good content out of it. And it's fun to just watch the calculations run in your eyes. We're like, how far, like, how far back can I push this? Is this going to be okay? It's like watching all the numbers. It's like a beautiful mind where mm. all the numbers are falling down yeah, his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine thread that we have to... You know, get through the needle here. It is a it is a thin thread that we walk, but we walk that thread at least once every six months, and yeah. we do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we still podcast more often than we play D anD. d Oh, suck a dick, queen of questions. Not even trying.
She's playing Sims. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, she's dead to us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this is the A to Z show. Mm-hmm. I am uh, I am the Z. Sitting across from me from the table is the A. This little tall drink of water. He is America's sweetheart, Andrew Varble. Just all around good guy. Supporter Still? of the arts. Great man. Hanging in there. And I am the Z. My name is Zach Melcher. I am America's favorite failed comedian next to Hannah Gadsby. Oh, did she finally tank? Well, I mean, she didn't tank. She's just not a comedian anymore. She's doing TED Talks. Oh, okay. But granted, me and her are built very similarly. We have about the same body. She just has shorter hair. Hmm. She's a lesbian. And you're not? No. Hmm. Anyway, this is the A to Z podcast. This is... Um, it started out as just a fun way for us to talk about movies and comics and video games and things that we liked. And now it's turned more into a... Um, therapy session? Therapy session slash... Intervention? Ar- archive of our friendship mm-hmm. slash one friend watching his other friends slowly melt into the soft core of insanity. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think it's entertaining. And we cover topics. I've been digging it. Mm-hmm. I love I love casting pods. The only thing I love more than casting pods... Beer? Vagina. Oh. Because I'm super straight, bro. Oh. I just signed on to the Hustlers University from Andrew Tate. I've been learning about how to teach women their proper place and how, like, they're supposed to cook cook us dinner but also make us money on o- on OnlyFans okay. because I'm an alpha male. It's an important balance between I'm the two. I'm a Sigma grind alpha male. Can they cook you dinner while on OnlyFans? She fucking better be. Tell you that Ooh. much. Unless she wants a taste of the back of my hand. Teach her what's up. You throw some sauce on it first? Oh, I'll sauce that bitch up all day. Call me this fucking Emerald Legacy. Put a little kick on it all mm-hmm. day. Let her know. <laughs> you weren't giving me anything for that, man. Yeah, I don't know. Give me zero for that. It happens. It's okay. Okay. Andrew Tate's an asshole. It doesn't matter. He's going to call me a beta male okay. cuck. It doesn't matter. I thought you said Andrew's dating an asshole. I was like, I don't think that's true. Andrew dates his own asshole with grapes. Hmm. Only the cotton candy ones, though. Dude, how cool are those things, though? Like cotton candy and grapes? What is that? Is that just like genetic engineering? How the fuck is that It's gotta be, but I'm okay with it for that instance. I I don't care about genetic engineering. It's fucking awesome. I'm the opposite of like everybody else who's like, oh, we gotta watch out for the singularity and we don't want a Mm. bunch of like genetic fucking modifications. Like, dude, make me the fucking Terminator right now. I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. (laughs) You'd rather be Robocop. Come on, be honest. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? That's my fucking dream. I just get to shoot rapists in the dick all day. That's my fucking, that's all I think about at all times. Like, dude, I like, yeah, I'm having a good time, but I could be shooting a rapist in the dick right now. And that's pretty fucking tight. Driving a sweet car. Oh, yeah. No, we, me and Emma literally had a conversation. Before we were even married, we were just dating, and we watched the remake of RoboCop, which okay, was kind of fucking soft. Yeah. I mean, just, just watch the original RoboCop. The original RoboCop is one of the purest films ever made. It's fucking fantastic. It's one of the rare films that actually gets better with age. Oh, yeah. It gets better. Every time you watch it, it's better. And I've watched it like 150 times, yeah. and I don't get tired of it. Even the special effects somehow get better. I don't know how that happened, but... It's because they're mostly fucking practical effects. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I know, but it's insane, though, that it just it looks so good. It's it's probably the greatest 80s action movie ever. It's like that or Predator. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. Die Hard's not bad. Although that was like 91, wasn't it? Die no, Hard. it was 88. Was that 88 yeah. for Die Hard? Okay, fair. Die Hard's up there. But, like, I mean, Robocop's fucking fantastic. It did everything. It did it all. It did, like, excessive violence and 80s action films and, like, fucking comedy and, like, dark 
darkness and then like satire of the corporate overtaking of our fucking culture. It was everything that was fucking awesome. Robocop is the tits. You can watch I, I could watch that movie once a week and not get tired of that shit. I love Robocop. But anyway, me and Emma watched the remake of Robocop one time. We were like we were actually like kinda early in the day. Like we'd only been together for about maybe a year at this point. Okay. And in the remake of Robocop, there's a scene where his fucking stupid useless wife is complaining about like, oh, like, I don't know if I want my body to be used for this. Like, I don't want to find my husband's body to be used for all this. Wham, wham, wham. And I turned to Emma. I told her, like, hey, if I get into some kind of crazy accident and the government says we're going to make your husband into like a cyborg killing machine, you better fucking agree to that shit because I want that immediately. I would sign up for it if I could. As far as I know, you can't. Not yet at all. Do turn me into a fucking cybernetic fucking robot fucking ninja legs everything badass killing machine right fucking now like Deus Ex style. I don't give a fuck. I'm all I'm I'm, I'm for all of it. I've done enough mushrooms that I don't fear the singularity. I think when AI and human brains connect, it's gonna work out better. In all honesty, we're gonna be able to see everybody's thoughts and we're gonna know. That deep down inside, we all do want to watch RoboCop, and that's the most important thing. It all comes back around. <laughs> always. It always comes back to RoboCop. It always comes back to RoboCop or fucking Batman with me. That's about all it is. Yeah. Other than that, how are you, buddy? It's been a while. It has. I'm doing all right. Hanging in there. Yeah? Yeah. Anything interesting going on, or what? Nothing, nothing life-changing, really, in the last few months. It's fair. Yeah. Anything scratching in your brain you want to talk about and get out? Looking into getting a new vehicle soon. Oh, right on. Yeah. What are you thinking? I'd like to go back to a truck. It's, Absolutely. With my size, it's really starting to get a little harder to get down into a car over and oh, over yeah. again every day. I mean, there's so many years in those knees at this point. Like, yeah. you just. Exactly. You're just asking for pain at that point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, job's solid enough and. The, the engines are fuel-efficient enough now that they can they can do all right gas mileage-wise. I wouldn't be wasting a ton of money on gas, I don't think. Have you... Now, I don't want to say this because I kind of want one. It mm-hmm. would be gay if we both had the same vehicle, but still. Okay. Have you looked into some of those new Broncos? I have not. Because they look pretty fucking badass. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's a new one called, like, the Bronco Raptor that's apparently, like, a hybrid as well, and it looks fucking uh-huh. top-notch. Nice. It's, it's more of an SUV than a truck. Okay. But still, I mean... It's it's up high. You're not like fucking reaching yeah. for anything. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. Though. Up high and, and legroom. I need to be able to oh, stretch yeah. out while I drive. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, you're like nine and a half feet tall. You exactly. got to be able to fucking stretch those bones out. Yeah. Have you had a truck before? You you yeah. had a truck before, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah, thought, I had an 07 so. Silverado. Ooh, nice. I had an '88 Silverado. Oh. Do you remember that that blue truck I used to have? Just that was barely. like in like right yeah. out of high school kind of shit. That was an 88 Silverado with a engine that used to be in one of the big fin dirt track race cars. We put one of those engines in it. That was my fucking car. Oh, really? Oh, that thing was a bad motherfucker. <laughs> you couldn't stop it. It was a fucking invincible. Love that thing. I crashed it into a ditch one time because uh, it was in high school and me and my high school girlfriend had like parked off some side road to like finger bang. <laughs> and... Um, like, some dude was, like, parked behind us, and we thought it was the cops or something. We were, like, we're trying to get out of there. And, like, basically the dude ran me off the road. Long story short. Got ran off the road. We went down into a ditch. And the only tire touching the ground was the passenger side front tire. 
Okay. Like the whole back end is totally up in the air. The driver's side front tire is barely touching grass kind of shit. Okay. And she's freaking out thinking like we're going to have to call like my dad to come pull us out and shit and have to explain that I was fucking tapping that ass hard. And so she's worried. But that thing was four wheel drive. So I just put it in four wheel drive, put it in reverse and the engine just neutraled itself out. Fucking totally fine. No problems whatsoever. Holy shit. Bad motherfucker. <laughs> fucking love that truck. That truck is still running, but there's a different motor in it now. Because I blew that motor up. <laughs> it got a, a leak in the like engine pan, whatever it is, like to hold all the oil in for the gears and all that shit. Okay. And I was unaware of it because it rained for a week straight, so I never saw a fucking puddle under my uh, truck. So I had no idea anything was running low, and like none of my gauges were going off. None of the gauges worked either. By the way, okay. all the fuses were blown out because they're from '88, and Chevys have terrible electronics. So I just had no idea, and then one day that thing just like fucking redlined everywhere it was just like pop and it was just gone like the fucking motor was dead like i remember calling my dad i mean like hey um fucking truck's gone he goes what happened i went i don't know but the engine exploded <laughs> and so like I, I called a tow truck got it back to the house and he's like he went under there was just like this little fucking hole in the oil pan and he was like how did you not know that's like dad it's been raining for a week and he's like yeah that's fair <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you're a Chevy guy then? You like the Chevys? That's all I've owned so far in life, yeah. Chevys ain't bad. They have yeah. terrible electronics, but other than that, Chevys are cool. Yeah. Yeah, I started with a 89 Cavalier. Nice. Had a 2000 Cavalier. And then an 07 Silverado, and now I've got a 2012 Impala. Yeah. I I mean, I Chevy's made a lot of cars that I fucking adore. I don't know if I... No offense. I don't really like the Impalas anymore. Yeah. Then the newer Impalas are kind of horse shit. If you look at the old school, like, 68 to 75 Impalas, and then you look at the new Impalas, you're like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, how did like, this, this happen? Is horse shit. <laughs> like, put it out of its misery. Take it behind the shed and put one in his fucking head. Let it look at the rabbits and just fucking move on, because these yeah. are retarded. Yeah, mostly that's uh, due to my grandpa had a good contact at one of the Chevy dealers. Oh, right on. That so, always helps. Yeah. They, uh, they're good friends. But, yeah, this will be the... The first trade-in since his passing, so I need to do a little research, see if I want to go out of the out of my comfort zone and yeah. try to figure out how to... Are you thinking, like, stay in Chevy, or...? Uh, it's an option. I'm you should definitely get a truck, though. I think yeah. that's, that's that's good for you. I was looking at Colorado's the other day. Nice. Because, I don't know, Silverado's, are, they were nice. You know, I really liked the one I had, but I think it's just too big for me. I don't really... They're, I don't yeah, tow anything. It's a little much, yeah. You know? No, and, that's, that, yeah. that's fair. And I usually don't have passengers anymore. It's mm-hmm. just me. Like, Are you going to stick crew cab or are you going to do those like one and a half cabs where you got the little back doors? Yeah, I might, might look into that. That's smart. Yeah. Just in case. Just right. in case you need it. You know yeah. what I mean? Always I'll... nice to be able to throw groceries back there or something. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, yeah just, just something to throw the ba- throw a fucking coat back there when you're going to work and shit like exactly, that. Just, yeah. You always got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I think I need something for some extra leg room and not having to duck down to oh, yeah. ground level to get into a car absolutely and, and you're gonna pull way more pussy with a truck than you yeah. are with a fucking faggoty ass that's what's impala. been that's what's been wrong that's the real problem it's yeah. like no one's ever seen an impala and been like hey can i suck your dick yeah. that happens in 68 <laughs> fucking reagan was in the presidency when that shit happened reagan was like president 89 holy fuck what am i talking yeah, about 80 to 89 i wasn't born yet either it doesn't matter <laughs> The past is the past. It's all just one thing. You know what's funny? I used to always hate Ram, like Dodge Rams. Yeah. Until I worked, whenever I was working at Fastenal for a while there, mm-hmm. 
all their work trucks were uh, Dodge Rams. Those fucking things are sweet. Oh yeah, they're fucking they're pretty comfy. Okay. You might want to look into those. Like I'm not saying they're like they're hardcore or anything like that. They're yeah. like fucking pavement runners. Like they're not like a hardcore truck, but yeah. they're pretty fucking well, comfortable. That's that's the big thing this time. I definitely want to do some test driving. That's that's one of the key things, you know. I would. I, I want, definitely. I want to test it out. Give it. Oh, give yeah, a few runs. Absolutely. You know. And the, uh, I guess most dealers will let you do that with a lot oh, of stuff. Yeah. So. Especially right now, they're fucking desperate for anybody to buy a fucking car. They'll probably yeah. suck your dick while you drive it. And be like, <laughs> yeah, this thing rides well, but what about if your fucking ball sacks on my chin has this ride? <laughs> You're like, you know what? I think I might buy this car. Yeah. It's, not it's a lot of leg room if it can fit my legs and your head down there, too. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, you like it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 But yeah, I mean, I would those those Dodge Rams ain't bad. Okay. Like, I mean, the the ones that like I drove two of them while I was working there at the same time. Well, um, because they had a thing where every year they got like through the because the, there's that like Dodge Ram dealership that's over there by where the Fastenal was, and so just every year they would turn in their old year. So they got the year old models every time. Oh, okay. And they would just get because it just had to be white and it was a work truck and they put the little fucking stupid Fastenal stickers on the side. Yeah, because. But they were. They're pretty fucking comfy. Especially, like, I drove a 2013, I think it was. It was, like, the newest one that I drove. And, I mean, that thing was luxurious. It was like mm. driving a caddy, almost. Like, that shit was... You had, like, leather and fucking plush on everything. And then oh, fucking, yeah. like, digital radio, everything hooked up to everything and shit like that. She's pretty fucking sweet. Wasn't mad at it. Okay. Wasn't a lot of power, but not bad either. It's another thing I'm kind of looking forward to. You know, a minor perk, but still a nice perk, is having a Bluetooth. That'd oh, my cool. God, right? Not having to plug my phone in to be able to hear podcasts and shit. Oh, so. yeah. No, that's always easier. Yeah. I mean, mine, we, we just use the Bluetooth tuner that we put into a fucking cigarette lighter. Yeah. Which they don't have in cars anymore. Which yeah, kind of horseshit, that's why I can't do that option. That's fucked. Yeah. I think they should bring back this, the cigarette lighter. Like, what if you got to heat up a can of soup while you're trapped in the fucking in the snowy tundras? Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do then? Fucking horseshit. Better have your own butane. Yeah. Fuck now. Might as well walk and go buy a new truck. Leave that fucking thing on the road. <laughs> yeah. So looking into that, might uh maybe in the next month or two. Yeah. Just start test test driving around, having some fun with it. Yeah. Don't let anybody apparently, suck apparently you into it. Apparently, this is a decent time. I was reading doing some research. I said it's a decent time to purchase. Oh really? Because new models are going to start coming out in like September, October. So oh. they're wanting to clear spots on the dealership i guess that makes sense that makes sense i've never bought a new car in my life yeah i've everything i've had has been like second or third hand owned and then i just refixed and fucking drove so (laughs) we're eventually gonna have to do that and i'm gonna be completely fucking blindsided i'll be 31 trying to buy a new car for emma and be like i don't know how this works i just here's my money i guess just give me what i want i'm gonna fucking spit my face probably like yeah say you're a little fat little piggy like i'm a fat little piggy yeah, you want 18% APR, you fat little fuck. <laughs> I've seen your credit score. Yeah, you want that? Get down there, bitch. What was that 18% APR? Come here, I got some test drives I want to put you on. You say, can suck this guy's dick. Say you're a fat little girl. <laughs> I'm a fat little girl. Yeah, here. Here's a fucking coupon for some McDonald's. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I want nuggies. Give me the sweet and sour sauce. That's my that's my personal favorite. That's good, though, bud. I'm yeah. Glad to see you're still doing good. I'm kind of pretending a little bit, like, because we've seen each other. It's, it's not like we don't see each other when we're yeah. not podcasting. So. I hope not, God. Just, yeah. just so you you guys know, yeah. I'm not a completely disinterested friend. It's just that we, we talk, like, daily, essentially. So More or less, yeah. We at least text. So. Yeah. yeah, but we got, we got some good topics here. Some of them dating back a little bit. but uh, Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I did 
I trimmed out like most of the stuff like, oh, hey, look at this. It's coming soon. And then it actually came out like three months ago. Look at this. It's coming out now on DVD to own. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got most of that out of the way. There's there's one game still that I think did release back in May, but I still Mm got to throw your eyes on it because it'll be a good one. That's okay. This is the this is the growing pains episode where I'm just going to get all the old ones out. Just kind of fucking clear the coffers. Yeah. Just blow the old carbon off the valves. We can go straight back into it next week. We're going to be all set. So. Are we about ready to get some topics? I think so. Take Let's a take a break. break. Let's get some fucking topics, son. Right. I gotta pee like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, topic time? I think it's topic time, for yeah. sure. Let's start off like we uh, almost always do, with a little uh, nice little end of the world thing. Excellent. Scientists have invented living skin for robots. Fuck yeah. And it's actually made of real human skin cells. What could go wrong here? Well, it's, it's the only way it can pass through the time bubble. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen Terminator, we all know that. The only living tissue can pass through the time bubble, <laughs> you fucking morons. Yeah, scientists have invented a living human-like skin for robots that is water-repellent, self-healing, and has a realistic, fleshy appearance. Oh, we're going to get some fucking robot vaginas soon, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah. Japanese scientists used human skin cells to create a living skin equivalent that works in a similar way to human skin. The lab-made skin successfully generated the look and touch of real human skin, and as such, it was found to repel water and repair itself when injured with minor wounds and abrasions. Scientists want people to feel comfortable interacting with humanoids, especially (laughs) in the healthcare and service industries. Obviously. They recognize that a human-like appearance is an important factor to make robots more approachable and relatable, noting that they could yet incorporate hair follicles, nails, and sweat glands to further refine the details of the skin. (laughs) It's literally literally what the Terminator is. (laughs) Yeah. We've learned nothing, Zach. Hey, I've already said that I'm on the side of the fucking robots. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) That's true. You've you've made your stance. And also now we get to have Robot Doctor, which is going to be fun where he just comes like your mother died your mother died please insert payment chip i am approachable and relatable please whenever you are done mourning just say stop mourning (laughs) so yeah we got that to look forward to dude i'm on the side of the fucking machines i'm like i don't care i'm 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 fucking in it i'm gonna be the number one i'm gonna be the fucking uh sam worthington or whatever the fuck his name was in Terminator Salvation. Yeah. That's me. I'm going to be that guy. Like, fucking, let's do it. Fucking Helena Bottom Carter's going to come in there with her giant fucking juicy titties. And she's going to be like, hey, sign this paper. We're going to turn you into a robot. I'll be like, done. What's up? <laughs> let's get it. I'm fucking done with this shit. We'll still podcast, though, right? Yeah, of course. Robots can podcast. Okay. That's how we're going to lose our jobs. Right. Fucking robots are going to start podcasting. Damn it. They, they took her jibs. They took her. I was re-watching that the other night with uh, S. Bob and Christina. Christina had actually never seen like hardly any South Park, so they started from the beginning. They've been working their way Good through. Good for them. Yeah. Forget. Oh, so you got to the uh, the goo back episode? Yep. Everybody get in the pile. <laughs> They'll have a giant gay sex pot. <laughs> <laughs> The way they if fix we don't this. have children, then we won't. They won't exist. <laughs> That's one of the greatest endings of an episode ever. Wherever it's like, oh, if we just recycle and take care of the planet, they won't have to come back here for jobs. And like they're all doing like recycling bullshit. So I was like, this is gayer than all the dudes having sex in a pile. Back in the pile. Back in the pile. Back in the bagger. <laughs> That's such a good show, man. Those are like peak years too. Like, oh yeah, like season like eight through. 13 or 14 is oh, probably man. peak South Park. Yeah. Not even that, like, the other ones are bad because they're still fucking fantastic, but, like, they were just 
hating it oh, yeah. so hard like during week those after week, just consistent. So good. Probably I don't know the two greatest comedic writers ever. I would say so. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I have nothing but love for South Park. I will do anything that those two say. They can be my new overlords. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, let's move into some movie news. Yeah, this is our oldest topic from March 5th. Okay. A brand new Alien movie is headed to Hulu. I don't know if you actually heard about this. Mm. This is the only article I'd seen. I tried to see if there's like a newer article on it. And that alien movie is in like sci-fi or alien movies in like Alien the franchise? Like Alien the franchise. Interesting. Coming to Hulu, courtesy of Ridley Scott. He's going to okay. be producing. And uh, directing is apparently series superfan Fede Alvarez, who directed the Evil Dead remake and Don't Breathe. So that's some that's some I'm, pretty good fucking. I'm kind of hopeful here, buddy. Some pretty good weights on the belts there, dog. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give it a watch. That's all I can say. I fucking love Ridley Scott. I love that. I mean, the Aliens movies are probably the greatest sci-fi horror that's ever been made. Yeah. Like Alien is honestly, in terms of like movies, it's like Jaws. It's a perfectly made film. Oh yeah. It's so good. Yeah, but Alvarez is said to have casually pitched the idea to Scott many years ago, but that nothing came of it until recently. When Scott reportedly called him and asked him if he still wanted to make it. <laughs> and 20th, 20th Century Pictures quickly picked up the project. You think Ridley Scott was just fucking around doing nothing, like jacking <laughs> off on a giant pile of money, and was just like, hey, you know what? You called me about 10 years ago, and right now, every streaming service is just throwing money at me to make something. Why don't yeah. you make something? We'll just put my name on like the producer shit. Who gives a fuck? Why don't you just go have some fun? Yeah. It was just a really good story with a bunch of characters you haven't seen before, mm. said 20th Century Picture President Steve Asbell. And then he then suggested that the new movie will face less pressure than the average blockbuster move with a gargantuan budget, which will be allowing it to be closer to its genre roots. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's clearly Ridley Scott getting involved, being like, hey, no, no, yeah. we're not going to have a bunch of fucking bullshit CGI, and I don't need a bunch of fucking celebrity cameos that nobody fucking cares about. Exactly. Let's just make a good movie. Like what I did, and the reason that you guys are fucking crawling back to me right now, because <laughs> you refuse to make anything fucking creative, because yeah. you suck, and your fucking budget algorithm AI that you use running your fucking horseshit movie studios while you buttfuck 14-year-olds and dip your balls in coke. Assholes. <laughs> fucking hate Hollywood. I love movies. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> love this next one, though. Fucking get it. Guardians 3. I know you're already a fan. Yeah. Big gun fan. Oh, yeah. They've now It's from broke, St. Louis. That's my boy. They've now broke records with their makeup department. <laughs> Director James Gunn tweeted the prosthetics in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy sequel are officially world record breaking. Hell yeah. The tweet says, uh, quote, just heard from our makeup folks at Legacy Effects that yesterday Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 officially passed the world record for the most makeup appliances created for a single production, surpassing the Grinch. Congrats, guys, and thanks for keeping practical effects alive. Fucking A! See, it's it, it must be a St. Louis thing. Apparently people in St. Louis like practical effects. Yeah. Because James Gunn, me, mm -hmm. fucking Albert Pujols, we all love practical effects. <laughs> yeah, new world record. So, you have that so to look good. forward to now. Dude, I'm fucking happy for it. Practical effects are always the way to go. It fucking ages better. It lets people, sorry. It lets people fucking act better because they're actually in the fucking room with what they're reacting with as opposed to like a fucking tennis ball and a stick with a bunch of fucking yellow lines on it so they can do some bullshit mocap into it. Now that mocap's bad. I've seen a lot of great things with fucking mocap. But also, instead of using shiny sweatshop animators, let's have fucking actual creative people make fucking movies. Again, it is a running theme of this podcast. 
Let's let fucking creative people be fucking creative. We're going to keep that train going. Excellent. We haven't discussed anything since we watched uh, Top Gun Maverick. I know you're a big fan. You enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. The director of that movie, Joseph Kaczynski, his next film is going to be a Formula One movie, and it's going to use similar practical effects. He wants to capture the speed of the jet planes and the speed of the Formula One cars and really put the people in the cockpit. Yeah, I fucking heard about this that he's yeah. gonna like he's gonna be strapping a shit ton of fucking like GoPros to a V like to an F one racer and being like, wrap that track, let's see what fucking happens. Yeah. And they just recently announced Brad Pitt has signed on to star in the film. Oh so, man, I'll watch it. Yeah, dude. After Top Gun Maverick, that guy can do whatever the fuck he wants, and I'll go watch it. Like, I don't know if we've talked about me seeing Top Gun Maverick yet or not. We haven't yet. No. So we watched Top Gun Maverick as a as a group, me, mm-hmm. Farble, and the Queen of Questions. And, in um, IMAX. In IMAX, which is, I mean, that's the way you got to see it. You know, I mean, what are we talking about here? And I was literally like, I don't know, like a fucking nine-year-old child the whole time. I was so excited and there happy. Was, there was a full range of emotions in that seat. I was, I was like, I was tearing up and shit. I fucking cried yeah. at one point whenever After. Rooster says, like, talk Clapping, to me, dad. You physically clapped. I physically together. clapped for that film. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck. If somebody would have said something, you know what I'd have done? I'd have karate chopped that commie right in the fucking throat. <laughs> Let him know what America is. Welcome to it. It was fucking fantastic. That movie fucking racked the dicks. It was so hardcore. So good. And it was like, I assumed I was going to hate it. Because, I mean, Top Gun's one of my favorite films of all fucking. I can quote that fucking movie. You know that. You watched it with me a couple times. Yeah. I'll quote that fucking movie line for line. It means nothing to me. That's my shit. And then I watched that one thinking, like, I mean, I had high hopes for it because Tom Cruise gets how fucking important Top Gun is as well. Mm-hmm. And Tom Cruise, as fucking crazy as he is, motherfucker gets movies. He knows how fucking movies work. He does. For sure. But he was talking it up and, like, he was clearly, like, doing some fucking work for it. And so I was like, this, this might be pretty okay. It was far from okay. It was amazing. It was fucking, it was like a fucking orgasm. It was like a bald eagle coming into fucking Abraham Lincoln's mouth while Eddie Van Halen played the fucking goddamn Stars of Liberty on his fucking guitar. It was an amazing flick. Loved every minute of it. was pretty sure I was making the couple sitting next to us uncomfortable because I was calling out every fucking little tiny fucking throwback to the original film. Like, you remember that? You guys remember that? It's like, that was that thing from that thing. Like, that's what I was doing the whole fucking movie. Or I was just sitting back like, yeah. Like, gripping the fucking... I was just so fucking ready for it. So if you guys haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, go fuck yourself, for one. How dare you not watch that film? And also, go see it. And or wait for it to get out. I'm pretty sure it's still circulating right now. The fucking oh, thing's still bro- in theaters, yeah. the fucking thing's broken like every fucking box office record that exists right now. Yeah, it's I like think it's been, up to eighth all time now for domestic. It's been decimating fucking records. It's oh, yeah. amazing. And uh, also, if you don't like Top Gun and you don't like Top Gun Maverick, don't listen to this podcast anymore because I don't want to be affiliated with you. I don't give a fuck who you are. I have no respect for you. You don't get movies and you don't get freedom. You can suck my fucking star spangled balls. Back to it too. Like, even if you didn't enjoy Top Gun that much, I think you'd still really enjoy Maverick. Like, fuck you it, if you didn't enjoy Top Gun. You can go fuck yourself. It, it elevates things. No, if you don't like Top Gun, no. fuck you. Don't listen to this podcast. Okay. I'm drawing the line here. I won't have fans. I, w- I won't have non fans of Top Gun listening to my podcast. They don't deserve my beautiful brevity and my hilarious jokes 
and my sweet, sultry voice and my fucking <laughs> top-notch fucking takes and my hot takes and my fucking ability to tell you how movies will happen before I even fucking watch them, like The Joker, which I call that fucking movie line for line. If you, if you don't know that, go back and watch, listen to that episode and watch me call that shit line for line before watching it. And the best part about that episode where I did that was your fucking voice in it. Where I was like, am I wrong? And you went... No. <laughs> you were, like, upset that I fucking called that movie line for line. But also, yeah, if you guys don't like Top Gun, you don't like the A to Z podcast, and you can get fucked. I'll fight you in the streets. I will, I'll I'll jam a broken bottle into your fucking neck. I will eat your fucking heart. I will bite you in the Adam's apple. Get some. Come find me. Here's my address. <laughs> That's like a pretty good segue. I'm going to cut you off there. Because our next topic is about your buddy David Cronenberg. Yeah, he knows what's up. He likes Top Gun. <laughs> he probably does. Hey, hey, honestly, yeah, he probably <laughs> did. But you might be aware he, he released a new film this year called mm-hmm. Crimes of the Future. Premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a uh, pretty good thing. Crimes of the Future director David Cronenberg is expecting a major response to his graphic new body horror film. What are the odds? During an interview with Deadline, the 79-year-old filmmaker said he's expecting a lot of people to be, quote, revolved by the movie and anticipates walkouts. Oh, yeah. There are some very strong scenes, he explained. I mean, I'm sure that we will have walkouts within the first five minutes of the movie. I'm sure of that. Some people who have seen the film have said that they think the last 20 minutes will be very hard on people and that there will be a lot of walkouts. Some guy said that he almost had a panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yes. Do you know how heavy that must be for Cronenberg to fucking actually mention it? Because you look at all the body horror he's made. He's made made fucking insane, like, demonic bullshit. And even he's like, yeah, people are going to walk out of this fucking movie. He's yeah. never said that about any of his films. He's always been like, oh, you know, this is a good fucking movie. You guys are going to like it. And then yeah. people are like throwing up in the aisles and shit. And now he's like, hey, um, don't have dinner before this movie because it's going to fuck your life up. Yeah. You're going to oh. love this. I say, well, that would be okay, said Cronenberg, about the potential reactions to Crimes of the Future. But I'm not convinced that that will be a general reaction. I do expect walkouts in Cannes, and that's a very special thing. As he laughs, people always walk out and the seats notoriously clack as you get up because the seats fold back and hit the back of the seat. So you hear clack, clack, clack. Whether they'll be outraged the way they were with Crash, I somehow don't think so. They might be revulsed to the point that they want to leave, but that's not the same as being outraged. However, I have no idea really what's going to happen. Fucking A. (laughs) When is this movie coming out? I want to go fucking watch it. Apparently this is Cronenberg's fucking swan song and he was just Mm -hmm. like, oh, you think I did some fucked up shit before? I'll show you fucked up shit, motherfucker. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Here's the official synopsis of the film, Crimes of the Future. As the human species adapts to a synthetic environment, the body undergoes new transformations and mutations. (laughs) Accompanied by his partner, celebrity performance artist Saul Tensor, showcases the metamorphosis of his own organs. Oh, my God. Meanwhile, a mysterious group tries to use Saul's notoriety to shed light on the next phase of human evolution. This is going to be disgusting, and I can't wait for it. Yeah. Check out this trailer real quick, too. Oh, fuck yeah. Give me some. Yeah. yeah. Tell me that's not up your alley. Dude, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Guys, if, if you haven't seen it, go fucking search for that trailer right now. Make sure you get the Red Band trailer, but mm-hmm. holy fuck. It's going to be intense. Dude, he's going just full bore on that motherfucker. He ain't even trying. I yeah. love it. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that shit. <laughs> See, that's going to be one that Emma's going to be able to watch with us. You think so? Oh yeah, because like, well, she, she doesn't care about like body fucked up shit. She just doesn't like jump scares. She's fine with like like body horror, like fucked up kind of shit. Like yeah. that doesn't bother her. 
It's just the jump scares because she has anxiety problems. She might actually kind of dig that. <laughs> if she doesn't, too fucking bad for her because I'm watching it. So yeah. she can go sit in the bedroom for an hour while I watch that shit. That looks fucking top notch, though. Yeah. We, we got some fucking big names in that shit, too, Doug. Oh, yeah. Vigio Morgenstein's in there. <laughs> fucking can't wait. Vigo Mortensen is in it. He's the main guy. He's still so fucking handsome. That guy is so fucking good looking. He's aging well. Great casting for Aragorn. 100% the king of men. I agree. Yeah. I would follow him. This one just dropped a couple days ago. They're remaking Roadhouse. Why? With coming to Amazon Prime. Fuck you, Amazon. The movie will be a reimagined take on the 1989 original movie about a professional bouncer who saves a small town from local thugs. The remake is set to begin production later this month in the Dominican Republic. The new take on Roadhouse follows Gyllenhaal's character who is a former UFC fighter who takes a job as a bouncer at a roadhouse in the Florida Keys. But he soon discovers that not everything is what it seems in this tropical paradise. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to podcast anymore. <laughs> Come on, man! You love Roadhouse. No, you get I'm, more Roadhouse now. I'm done with podcasting. I don't want to do this. Every all of my anger and vitriol that I've yelled out on the internet uh-huh. has clearly done nothing for, to let this happen. First off, Jake Gyllenhaal is older than Patrick Swayze was when he starred in Roadhouse. Yeah. And now Jake Gyllenhaal's a UFC fighter mm-hmm. who weighs 115 pounds. I could fucking eat Jake Gyllenhaal if I wanted to, no matter how much training he had. You couldn't find one fucking dude with a little bit of shoulder muscle <laughs> to fucking throw a punch. You went with Jake he, Gyllenhaal? He was a boxer in that one movie. Jake Gyllenhaal's 46 years old. Why is he? Pl- he should be playing fucking Sam Elliott's character. Are you shitting me? At least go get some young, fucking good-looking buff twink or something from TikTok. They, I mean, they're making them in a lab at Disney Labs right now. Who gives a shit? Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be fucking Patrick Swayze's character? Are you shitting me? This is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. Who the fuck greenlit this? Show me where they live, because I'm going to fucking bite their toes off. That's fucking bullshit. Why? Seriously, why? Because we need to update it. Update what? Fucking nobody knows what Roadhouse is except for like me. Yeah, and we got to get it out there for the kids. No, we don't, because the kids aren't gonna get it. Get the kids aren't gonna like it. The kids are gonna be all like, "Why does he have to fight people? Why can't he just talk about it emotionally?" And we can just fucking, we can we can settle our problems like men. And here's Jake Gyllenhaal. He's seventy five years old and he weighs one hundred and fourteen pounds. Watch out for that bouncer. I would fucking. If I was a, he's a, a former UFC fighter. The fuck he is. Yeah. Did he transition? Was he the original women's fucking featherweight champion? And then transitioned into Jake Gyllenhaal? Are you shitting me? Dude, if I was at a bar and I was feeling fucking rowdy, feeling like I wanted to start some shit, mm-hmm. and the bouncer is Jake Gyllenhaal and he walks up to me, I'll burn that place to the fucking ground. Are you shitting me? Hey. He used to fuck guys like you in prison. We will be on the fucking news. We will be on the god... I will... This will be a fucking Time Magazine article a year later after why this one random Midwestern man killed 37 people in a bar fight because the bouncer looked like Jake Gyllenhaal. Are you shitting me? What the fuck are we talking about? I will fucking eat his lunch. I will fold him like laundry. He will be origami. I'll let him choose if he wants to be a crane or a fucking sailboat. But he ain't gonna fucking walk out of there. I will take his legs. He will not exist anymore. Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake fucking Gyllenhaal? You shitting me? When has he ever been tough? The dude who got butt fucked by Heath Ledger in fucking Brokeback Mountain? That's our fucking... Yeah, he did get to get fucked in prison. We all saw it. Heath Ledger spit into his palm... And prison fucked his ass 
with zero hesitation. And now that guy's going to tell me to turn the jukebox down? I'll put your head through that fucking jukebox, and I'll fuck your wife while I listen to fucking Merle Haggard. You shitting me? What the fuck is this? This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Think of any actor that exists Mm -hmm. that you would lose a fight to. Is it Jake Gyllenhaal? Because I guarantee it's fucking not. He he was not in the first ten to pop in my head. He's not even in the first hundred. (laughs) If I had the fucking flu and one foot, I would... Fucking murder Jake Gyllenhaal. I would headbutt him into the ground like a fucking railroad spike. You shitting me? Jake Gyllenhaal? Is there a less threatening person on the planet than Jake Gyllenhaal? Mr. Rogers. No. Mr. Rogers was a fucking Navy SEAL in Vietnam. He took lives. He stacked bodies. I would be more afraid to fight Margot Robbie than I would to fight fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, she's nuts. At least she works out. Jake Gyllenhaal weighs 113 pounds and has never seen a fucking carb in his life. I'll fucking... I will fold him into a tiny little fucking... Do you remember when they, they used to do the little, like, the, the ribbons for cancer? Where they would do the little, like, the ribbon? Yeah, the I'll turn twist. him into yeah. the, the ribbon to remember what Roadhouse was. I will fold him that way, and I'll hang him over my fucking garage. And I'll do that when I feel like. I won't even have to exert myself. I can work a 12-hour shift, hungover, have one cup of coffee, and fucking eat Jake Gyllenhaal from the feet up. There's no way he could stop me. And that's going to be the fucking bouncer? That's the Roadhouse man, Jake Gyllenhaal. Are you shitting me? I could, I could bitch slap him one time and make him get me a beer. He wouldn't even fight back. He's never been punched in his face in his life. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake, does that even sound like an intimidating name? It doesn't. At least Patrick Swayze. That sounds like a man. Like it does. If you worked at a fucking like a like a lumber mill or something, you probably worked with a guy named Patrick Swayze or something. Like, he never shortened it to Pat. I there's some hard that, fucking yeah. like like rounders. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, you mean the fucking sweater wearing fucking guidance counselor at the local middle school? Oh, Jake. Yeah, watch out. Don't get on Jake Gyllenhaal's bad side. He might cry into his own fucking pillow that night. Probably never leave you alone on Twitter. Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll turn him into sushi. I will serve him as an expensive dish. Fuck him. Fuck Amazon. I will rape your cat. You go fuck yourself. Even if it was like young, actually still talented Jake Gyllenhaal when he was like, you know, 30 something. What is he, 46 at this point? How old is Jake Gyllenhaal? Look that shit up right now. Okay. Look it up. All right. It's 41. He'll be 42 in December. 41 years old. Mm -hmm. He's almost getting the fucking senior citizens discount at fucking Denny's. and this guy is going to tell me to, hey, keep it down. Don't be throwing beer at the girls. Sir, he is six foot tall. He, he is. You think I give a fuck? Six foot tall? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, so he's two inches taller than me? How the fuck would I ever climb up that immeasurable mountain yeah. to then lay him down and choke him out until he calls me daddy? I will make fucking Jake Gyllenhaal call me father. Not daddy. Oh. Father. Look at this new news. Conor McGregor to make his feature acting debut in Jake Gyllenhaal's Roadhouse. You're you're a Conor fan. I was until he got shitty and then got his (laughs) fucking ass beat. He's probably going to play the dude who used to fuck guys like you in prison. That's probably what Conor's going to play in all honesty. Oh, Daniela Melchior? She's probably going to be the Kelly Lynch part. Probably related to me. That's pretty (laughs) close to my last name. It's uh, Ratcatcher from the new Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, she's a pretty good actress. Jake Gyllenhaal, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I would, 
Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I could make him call me father, not daddy, father. I will make Jake Gyllenhaal sit down to pee if I want to. I will fucking scare straight Jake Gyllenhaal. And of course Connor's in this because Connor McGregor is a money-hungry whore. (laughs) Great fucking fighter, but also a fucking businessman. He wants to make his money, and there's nothing wrong with that. You should make your fucking money. But Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake fucking Gyllenhaal? Look at those two together. Conor McGregor is shorter than than fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. You think does so? That, does that? Look, I know he is. Conor McGregor is like five nine. Really? He's like five ten. He's like oh. my height. Oh, okay. Does that look like those two would ever be able to clash in any kind of a way? He can hold his own. Yeah. Conor McGregor could beat Jake Gyllenhaal to death with his own ears. Are you shitting me? That is the worst. Oh, by the way, IMDb says he's five eleven and a half. So Jake Gyllenhaal wrote that fucking bullshit about six feet. <laughs> fucking little bitch. I'd rather, you know what? I'd be more afraid of fighting Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Cutie-faced, cutie-pie twink who's never had somebody probably yell at him ever in his life. Yeah, he's going to be the new fucking roadhouse. Oh, yeah, that's totally going to work. That's going to be super believable. Why would it not be? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Could you imagine Jake Gyllenhaal? You're at a bar, right? You're having a good time. You're not even being that rowdy. You're just having a good time. It just I usually not. Be, yeah, I'm not a rowdy type person. You're just having a couple beers. You're just, sure. like, you, you just, I'm just trying to unwind, man. Yeah, and and, and there's a band playing, right? You're, okay. having, you're having a couple beers. You're yeah. at a fun bar. There's a band right. playing. Sure. They they finish their one song. And you go, yeah, turn it up. And then Jake Gyllenhaal walks over, mm-hmm. puts one hand on your shoulder, goes, hey, I'm going to need you to keep it down. I'd spit right in his fucking face. Are you kidding me? Like, I, I need you to turn you'd, down you'd on my have to fucking. Spit up. He's like, taller hey, than you. Hey, why don't you fucking zip my zipper down and wash my ball bag, you fucking little bitch? Are you kidding me, Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh-huh. I would fucking kill myself before I lost a fight to Jake Gyllenhaal. If you gave him a shotgun and a head start. <laughs> I would fucking still decimate Jake Gyllenhaal. He wouldn't know where the safety was anyway. Probably laugh at his... I'd I'd fart right in this motherfucker's mouth. Fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Fuck Amazon Prime. Maybe maybe he's going through some intense training right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I heard he had to pick up a shovel one time. He's actually got some calluses on his hands. Fuck this motherfucker. Are you shitting me? Ugh. Ugh. That's going to have to be a bonus episode. We're going to have to go watch fucking road, the first episode of Roadhouse on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Fuck that fucking nerd. And then the hits just keep on coming. As the rumors are now true that Lady Gaga is officially officially confirmed for Joker 2. I'm fine with that. The Joker sequel, Foley Adieu. Ugh, of course it is. Is uh, said to be a musical, and she uh, is rumored to be playing Harley Quinn. Oh, she's going to play Harley? Yeah. Oh, they have an announcement trailer. Uh-huh. Oh, is it still walk- Joaquin? It is. I mean, he, he looks like he could fight better than Jake Gyllenhaal, in honesty. But, yeah. yeah. So She posted a short video of the Joker and her silhouette dancing to old-timey music. Honestly, Lady Gaga is not a bad choice for a Harley Quinn. Works pretty well. I think she can yeah. play that role very well. I mean, granted, the Joker movie had nothing to do with the character of the Joker and Joaquin Phoenix's terrible hair lip reminder of what could have been. <laughs> but yeah, coming October fourth, twenty twenty four. Director Todd Phillips the was co written the script that for two the years in advance. He's returning as the director, and Phoenix will. Oh, is he? Did he have a lot of other shit to work out that they had to I, make sure two years in advance they knew that Todd Phillips was going to write that fucking horseshit empty script that nobody cares about? I think so. No word yet on plot details, but the subtitle Foley Adieu 
refused to a psychiatric affliction where two people suffer the same delusion at once, which has led to speculation that Harley Quinn will be in the sequel. I can already tell you what the fucking plot's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a mixture of Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind and uh, Leon the Professional. That's exactly what they're going to do with that fucking movie. I can tell you that right now. You mark did my, call the first one, so. Mark my fucking words. Okay. It is August. Episode 71. F- August 4th, right? Yeah. yeah. August 4th, 2022. Mm-hmm. This movie's coming out in two years, is what they're saying. A little over two years, yeah. It is going to be a mixture of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. Possibly mixed in with a little bit of 500 Days of Summer because Todd Phillips is a fucking hack, loser, suck fuck. And then a little bit of the fucking Leon the Professional just to be like, oh, look, they're killing people. How dark and mysterious is that? Have you ever seen a fucking villain kill somebody in a movie before? We're breaking grounds over here. Unless there's a Scorsese film that I don't know about that he's going to also rip off. Well, then I'll have to wait till the first trailer to see yeah, that. So I'm going to give... 95% that I'm right on that. Okay. And then after the first trailer, I guarantee you I can call this fucking movie line for line. Because Todd Phillips <laughs> is a fucking hack who sucks. Okay. All right, that's all I had for movie news. We're going to transition into some video games. But the first video game features some movie news. Oh. So I don't know if you saw this. Rift Tracks, the game, is actually coming out. Apparently has come out now. Oh, okay. We need to check this out. Basically, play your own uh, mystery science theater. They give you clips from different B-movies, and uh, it's like Jackbox. You sign in on your phone, and you get to oh. riff over the clips of the movie Okay. with you and your friends, and then you vote on who did the best. Do you do it like you, you write text out, or do you like actually say it? No, you actually say it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. The, the text is just from the, them actually giving the dialogue of the movie. But then I mean, you this, get to... this could be fun. Yeah. None of my friends want this to happen, because I already do this to every movie that we watch anyway. Exactly. Yeah, I grew up watching Mystery Science Theater. It'd be fun for a, a bored Friday night yeah, or something. Yeah, this, this might be a good time. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to check that out. The Rift Tracks game. I like yeah. it. It was on a Switch, PC, Xbox One, and PS4. So. Beautiful. Over 250 movie clips, including classics like Plan 9 from Outer Space. Love that movie. Yeah. So yeah, could be a fun night. Fuck yeah. In other video game news, I had to bring this up for you, because you're the freaking theater kid and you love musicals. That is true. There's a uh, high school choir competition, apparently, every year. Yeah. And some kids from Michigan, I want to say, did a Bioshock musical Ooh. that swept the rewards. Nice. Well, see, I also love Bioshocks. I love musicals and Bioshocks. This they got a best musicianship, game. best showmanship, best soloist, and of course, an overall first place. Excellent. Is it? Is it just Bioshock 1? I believe so, yeah. Okay, nothing wrong with that. I love Bioshock. It's All the greatest. major players from the game are featured, like Andrew Ryan, Bridget Tenenbaum, and the esteemed Sander Cohen. Oh, yeah. It's a bit hard to hear the performers at times on the video. They've got a video of the... Right. Due to the deafening cheers from the crowd, and I certainly can't blame them on that front, but the songs they are singing seem to be versions of classics with rewritten lyrics to match the theme and story they want to tell, such as Proud Mary, sung with the new lyrics rolling underwater. (laughs) You gotta love some clever wordplay. Oh, that's fucking awesome. As someone who was part of many mediocre high school musical and choir productions in my day, I would have died to have something this cool and with this much production value. I doubt many of the people in the audience knew what the production was referencing, but as a big fan of the Bioshock series, and as someone who has also participated in show choir, I can say with certainty that they nailed both the Bioshockness and the performance. Fucking excellent. So I'll have to give yeah. you a link to that, and you can watch it later. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I love Bioshock, and I love theater, so that works great. Like, Bioshock's one of the greatest yeah. stories ever. I love Bioshock. Have, have you ever really, like, played the Bioshock games at all? Not really, no. You, sh- you fucking should, man. Yeah? Yeah, you, you can get them all, like, all three of them for pretty fucking cheap. Okay. 
Because I know I, I They're got all three worth playing? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Infinite is my favorite in terms of like plot twists and like story, but it hits harder if you know the lore of the first two ones as well. Okay. So some good shit. And then honestly, Bioshock One has probably the greatest plot twist in video game narrative history. Oh damn. Okay. Because they like really pull some shit in there where they do the kind of thing which is like what I love. You know, I I was talking about Metal Gear Solid. I love Metal Gear Solid a lot where they use the fact that it's a video game as a medium. They're not just doing a movie. They use the fact that it's a video game as part of the storytelling process. Yeah. Bioshock does that as well. Okay. It's fucking amazing. You should definitely play it. Yeah, They're probably I, not too long, are they? I think you can get, uh, I mean, probably 12 hours or so, 12, okay. 14 hours, somewhere in there, depending on if you want to do, like, the side missions and look for, like, the upgrades and stuff like that. Okay. You can definitely speed run it pretty quick if you wanted to. But really try to, like, get yourself immersed into it. I think you're going to okay. really dig it. It's really fucking good. It's a headphone kind of game? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Or, honestly, I mean, weird, sweet little fucking setup you got here. Yeah. Plop yourself on that couch with that sweet ass fucking screen. Yeah. Oh, dude, we won't hear from you for three days. You'll be like, I'm calling <laughs> off work. I got to finish this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You can probably get all three of them for like 30 bucks. The remasters. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, easily. Because I know I got all three of them because they have Bioshock 1 and 2 is one remaster, and then Bioshock 3 Infinite is a second like remaster. Okay. But I, I bought all three of them on the PlayStation Network for like 15 bucks. Like, about a year oh. ago or so. Like, okay. so I'm sure you can get them for cheap. Right. And honestly, if you get them and don't like them, I'll pay you back. Okay. They're fucking fantastic. Right. And speaking of classics, they're doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Calabunga collection. Hell yeah. 13 classic Ninja Turtle games. Going all the way back to the NES. Oh, including Turtles in Time. Yeah. Oh, the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> collection will be available on Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Fuck yeah. Developed by Konami, NES, Super NES, Genesis, and Game Boy. You get the original arcade. You yeah. Get the Turtles in Time arcade. You get the original TMNT on NES, which was fucking impossible. Yeah. One of the hardest games of all time. Yeah. You get the NES version of the arcade game. You get Manhattan Project from the NES. Turtles in Time from the Super Nintendo. Uh, Hyperstone Heist from the Genesis. I remember that one. That one was fun. All three Game Boy games. And then three different versions of Tournament Fighters. Fuck yeah. The fighting game. Yeah. Dude, need it. Need it, want it, got it. The collection have includes it. both local and online co op, including for games like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, Manhattan Project, and Turtles in Time. Fuck yes. Yeah. Dude, we're going to get this, and we're going to get high as shit, and we're just going to fucking beat every one of them. Dude, just I love destroy it. it. Except the first Nintendo game, because that's impossible. That is technically impossible. Unless they give us infinite lives, we might be able to do it. Maybe. It'd still be rough. If we get infinite lives, we can we can force a way through it. <laughs> I'll eventually eat enough edibles that uh-huh. I'll be able to find... Like, I'll, I'll see the code going down the screen, and I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll know how it is. Nice. I'll, I'll stop the bullets in midair. There you go. Video game-esque <gasps> news. Yeah. They finally announced the uh, spinoff sequel to the Castlevania animated show on Netflix. Hell yeah. Called Castlevania Nocturne. It is starring Richter Belmont, and it is set during the French Revolution. Ooh, Joined by Maria Renard, like. another character from the original games. Oh, yeah. Uh, set during the events of the French Revolution, although you can likely expect a lot more monsters than the history books will tell you about. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I mean, there was a there was a Japanese uh, Castlevania game that came out um, on the Game Boy Advance. That was, uh, it was Castlevania, like, um, oh, what was it? Children of Nocturne or something like that. Okay. 
So like I mean that that's awesome. Like that's why I got excited when I saw Nocturne. Okay. It was like oh it was something Nocturne. I forget exactly what it was. But there's mm-hmm. a Game Boy Advance ca- Castlevania game that was like kind of a backstory to the Belmont clan. This looks yeah, dude. I'm fucking super hyped for this. I love Castlevania. I love oh, the yeah. French Revolution. So I love anime. That's all the shit mm-hmm. that I like. I'm fucking in. Yep. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that in the coming months. Absolutely. Here. And then the next one here was part of the recent Xbox showcase for their E3. Okay. I wanted to highlight this for you. It was it was the one that really caught my eye. I don't know if you've heard about it since you're not much of an Xbox gamer. No. So. I don't have an Xbox. <laughs> it's called The Last Case of Benedict Fox. And it's described as a jazz age gothic Metroidvania. You got me, I'm in. I know. Dude, check out this trailer. Oh, let's see here. Dude, that's yeah. what's up. How badass does that look? Dude, he's he's got like the darkness powers. Did you ever play, mm-hmm. play that game? He's got yeah. like the fucking darkness powers. Dude, if I if I don't have an Xbox One by then, like I'm gonna just need to come over here and play it with you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that looks fucking top notch. Yeah. So it's a two point five D game telling the story of the titular Mr. Fox who appears to have a demonic companion in tow as he explores a ruined, monster-filled mansion in Boston, 1925. Per the press release, you'll need to uncover the fate of a family while traversing a dark, eerie world of emotions made manifest. Nice. And seemingly dive into Benedict's dead father's memories along the way. Which looked like it goes into, like, a black-and-white version Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it went on, like, full-on noir shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got like like fucking dark tendrils, like the darkness, which by mm. the way is a great fucking game series. Oh yeah, people don't talk about one, that game enough. The darkness was fucking the darkness one and two were fucking both great. Yeah. I loved them both. Also, fun little fact: you know who voiced the darkness? Mm-mm. It was a fucking uh, Mike Patton. Oh no shit! Yeah, from Faith No More. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, he's the one who voices like the soul of the darkness, kind of like like that's his voice. That's awesome. fucking cool. Is that shit? Huh? Yeah. But yeah, no, this fucking game looks top-notch, dude. I'm totally into that. Oh, yeah. That's my shit. Bring of next year. Excellent. I might have an Xbox One by then. We'll see. Nice. See if it's something. Get one for cheap. Yeah. Probably got to get a PS5 whenever Ragnarok drops and my fucking PS4 can't play it. And <laughs> yeah. I fucking send that shit out the window like a Frisbee. <laughs> then in our uh, ever-going series of uh, playing Doom on weird things. What can Doom be played on? <laughs> Doom can now be played in Doom. We've done it. We've finally done it. The snake has eaten its own tail. The Ouroboros is complete. As reported by PC Games N, YouTube user KGSWS uploaded a video of himself modding the game into itself before showing actual (laughs) gameplay of him playing Doom within Doom on PC. The inner Doom replaces a wall within regular Doom and mimics any movements that the player makes. By walking right up to it, the inner doom therefore takes up the full screen and can be played in its entirety before players return to playing the main game. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. We fucking did it, man. Yeah. Guys, we did it. Eventually we'll be able to play fucking Wolfenstein in that own doom yeah. that's playing doom. I mean, there's something so great. And like, I mean, we've we've done this topic a hundred times on this podcast. Oh, yeah. with it. There's something so great of just everybody just running doom on everything. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things. It's so I much, can't help myself. It's I gotta, so much fun. I gotta bring it up every time. And I fucking love Doom. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking one of the greatest movie sound or game soundtracks of all time. So, so. yeah, way to be. Like, so now we've got Doom running in Doom, mm-hmm. and soon we'll have Wolfenstein running in Doom, running in Quake, running in Doom, running in like Mario Kart sixty four, yeah. and it's gonna be beautiful. It's like the video game Turducken kind of. <laughs> Then we'll finish up with some pretty cool comic book news. Oh, yeah. 
Stuff of Nightmares is a new comic coming out from the Goosebumps creator, R.L. Stein. Ooh. His first ever horror comic book. The series in question is Stuff of Nightmares, Stein's first original horror comic book series. Okay. A four-issue limited series seeing Stein lending his own take on various iconic monsters from folklore and pop culture. Like that. The first issue will feature a new spin on the tragedy of Frankenstein. Oh, fuck yeah. The creative team also includes artist A.L. Kaplan. I know you're a fan of his. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And colorless, colorist... Roman colorist. <laughs> he hates color. He's a colorist. It's yeah. <laughs> a pretty sweet cover. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Absolutely. Issue. Oh, that's what's Ripping up. His guts out. Yeah. Oh, that does look so goosebumpsy, though, at the it same time. Look. I love yeah. that. Dude, it's just like, that's so fucking, that's awesome. It looks so good, too. It's, it's, it's so like 50s pulp, like fucking horror comics. Yeah. And then, like, how can you not be happy to have R.L. Stein doing some shit? Dude, I mean, yeah. at, at least for me, granted, you're a little bit older than I am. But, yeah. like, I mean, like that, that guy's technically, like, my my gateway into horror. Like, that's why I like horror shit is because I was reading Goosebumps when I was a kid and yeah. watching the show on Nickelodeon and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Although, granted, Are You Afraid of the Dark was technically a better show. That's fair. But Goosebumps was still fucking great. Yeah. That sounds awesome. We're, yeah. yeah, we're going to check that out. That sounds fucking fantastic. Yeah, I think the first issue drops in September. Yep. Perfect. Right before the spooky month. Yeah. Ooh, goosebumps. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and that's all I got for topics, buddy. It's fantastic, man. We fucking we blew the carbon off the pipes. We're ready to fucking clean it out and start it over fresh and new. Yeah, 72. Coming up next. I feel like this is a pretty strong episode, man. How about yourself? I think so. What do you think? We're right back in the swing of things here. Yeah? You feel pretty good about this episode? I am. There's really not much to edit. No, it was all pretty straightforward. Yeah. Might take a little bit off the Gyllenhaal. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> it goes on a little long. You take a little bit off the Gyllenhaal, I'm going to take a little bit off you. Yeah. We're going to be the same height when I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to fucking grind you down. You're drunk. You won't remember. Foot first into a fucking old wood chipper. No, I feel like this is a strong episode. I had a lot of fun. I'm assuming yeah. we don't have any questions. It's been like fucking a year and a half since we recorded. That's probably true, yeah. <laughs> but, but you uh, can submit questions. Yes, as, as always, please, guys, thank you so much again for you know listening in. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Like I said, as always, you can submit questions to us at the A to Z show on Twitter. And then if you don't want people to know that your Twitter is associated with us, we also have an email that the Queen of Questions checks every three months. Okay. And that is a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. Okay. Send whatever you want to that as well. You can also follow both of us on Twitter. Uh, Varble is at ACV. No. No. <laughs> at Big Guy ACV. That's on me. It's been a while so it, since I've had any outros. Give me a second here. Okay. You can follow both of us on Twitter. Maybe um, I'll maybe I'll get at ACV and then we can do that. I'm doing I, to be fair. I still got the ACV. That's not bad. Yeah. It's been a while, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. You guys can also follow us on Twitter. Varvel is at Big Guy ACV on Twitter. Uh-huh, that's me. Make sure to give him a follow. I am at Melch Knows Best. I'm always fucking around and doing shit posting on my Twitter. So if you guys like that, make sure to give me a follow as well. Like and subscribe. Do everything else you can uh, for whatever medium you're listening to this pod on. Yeah. We appreciate it so much for you guys for listening. Uh, we love you so much. Uh, let me just give one more giant fucking congratulations, loving shout out to Kevin yeah. and the rest of the uh, Strange family. That's right. Sign could, up for that Troma now. Could, yeah, couldn't be more proud of you guys. Everyone get out there, sign up for Troma now. Throw the, the Strangeville Universe movies into your queue. Tell them the Strangeville sent you. Tell them you heard about it from the A to Z podcast. And just make sure to keep that freak flag flying and love everybody around you. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye.